And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. She's a writer, producer, and Tom Cruise poster molester. It's Robin Shore. And he's a professional wrestler, podcast host, and not at all the worst Division I football player of all time. It's Colt Cabana. Chef Jeff is here to show you how to peer into the furthest reaches of our universe on a budget by using just a plastic bag and a can of spray paint. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little butter swim biscuits. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, Patreon by Lisa Lowry. And when I read it, I thought, is this a joke? Is this a reference? I don't butter swim biscuits. I don't know what that is. But I looked it up and uh, Google completed it for me. So it is a real thing. It is biscuits, which are, before you put them in the oven, they're swimming in butter. The name Paula Dean popped up. I don't think she originated them, though, although she does have a recipe for them. So anyway, now we've all learned something. Um, yes, I am on Patreon and I had a very Patreon. Patreon heavy weekend because I did a Patreon live stream for people at the confidant level, which is also people at the texting level. So I have all different kinds of levels. There's rewards at different levels. You There's a level where you get uh, bonus episodes of the Friend Zone, which is my Patreon podcast where I have guests. Guests? I put a K in there. I have guests and I ask, that's because I combined guest and the word ask. And I ask them your questions, uh, all sorts of juicy questions and gossip and all sorts of stuff. And it's those are always fun episodes. And I also, uh, there's Ask Me Anything question, uh, episodes. You guys, I am discombobulated. Um, and then this weekend, we did a live stream. My son Elliot was on it. He put on a magic show. Everyone was so nice and really seemed to enjoy the overly long magic show. Uh, I felt bad. I felt bad because it was like, okay, let's do one more trick. No, three more tricks and then pranks. And I was like, what are, what are these pranks? I don't know. It was, pranks were just a few more tricks. You know what? You know how they say leave them wanting more? I felt we left them wanting less. But anyway, uh, the replay of that is available. I think I mentioned there's a level where you can text me. I'll text you back. You can see this video, all sorts of stuff. Subscribe for a year, get two months free, or just do it monthly. It's really up to you. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. I'm very excited about this episode, despite the fact that I'm putting K's in my words and I cannot speak and I'm discombobulated. I would like to say hello and welcome my guests. Hello, Robin Shore. It's been too long. Your hair looks fabulous. Oh my God. Hello. That's, that's, that's how, that's a K at the end of a hello. I heard it's so it. nice to be here. Thank you for having me. But more importantly, thank you for complimenting my hair. That's the only thing in this world I care about. You're welcome. I know. I thought your hair looked fabulous on the last episode and you made a disparaging comment. And I was like, no, it looks great. Thank you. I thought I had blown it out and it, to a level of satisfaction. I had it, but I appreciated your support. It meant a lot. I believe in your hair, Robin. Thank you. Thank you. I'm in your corner hair wise. I know you are, but your hair looks silkier. No. It looks less processed. Mm -mm. It looks oh, this longer. Hair is, 
This hair is so... Pro- I have naturally curly hair. This hair is processed oh. to the hilt. I can't wait to hear more. I got it. I can't <laughs> wait. This is very revealing. I. If this is a hair expose. If they only knew... Um, they only knew. I'm hearing a little bit of crackling. Is anyone else hearing that? Is that on my end? I am not hearing okay. I'm not hearing it. Everyone is shaking their head. So that makes it sound like it is on my end or just in my head or just in my head. Okay, cool. Onward. Uh, also, welcome back to the show, Colt Cabana. Hello. Hello, Robin. Your hair looks great. Oh, my God. Thank you, Colt. That's so nice. Yeah. I just learned what a blowout was like a couple of years ago. I didn't know that was a thing. It is a thing. It's also the name of a famous French movie, I think. But we as Americans, we like to appropriate it to mean less important things like getting your hair done. Wait, in the French movie, how do they mean it? Blowout is the, it's like a, it's like, it's about a photography area. A bowel movement, yeah. (laughs) That's where I was going to. Um, (laughs) Wait, so it's about a photographer blowout, like overexposed? I don't remember. I saw it in college. I'm Mm. sure all of your your listeners can like quote blowout, but I can't. It's like that movie every guy in every writer's room knows about blowout. I get it. So I know it by osmosis. Blow. I get it. Twenty one blows. Blow up. Blow up. uh, Jamie Kennedy movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think they're both about photographers. Am I wrong? I'm going Um, to find out. It's a 1981 film. Uh, it's a neo noir mystery filler written by Bri- oh De-, De Palma. It's a famous Brian De Palma movie. That's what it is. De Palma. It's not French. It's like the movie that put Brian De Palma on the map to make such uh, future movies as Bonfire of the Vanities. That's what Blowout, you know, Blowout walks so Bonfire of the Vanities could run. <laughs> Got it. Now I know. Okay, so it's not about diarrhea. <laughs> no, I'm thinking what? of Blow Up. I think the French movie Blow Up. But anyway, okay. Jamie okay. Kennedy. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Robin. Yeah. Blow you got me all confused. Blow up is an Italian movie. That's what by I meant. Antonioni. Antonioni. Is about a photographer. Yes. That I always get confused with Blow Up, which is by De Palma, also yes. about a photographer. Blow out, yes. you mean. Blow out. Blow out. There's blow up and blow out. Wait, which one Not- is the which one's the old animated guy in the balloon? Is that up or out? Uh, That's up. up. That's up. That's up. Also, but no blow. Up. Okay. I, no and, blows. No, it's not the it's not the Johnny Depp movie about cocaine. <laughs> That's a great right movie. Eighties. I, I don't want to go to the well blow. too many times, but legitimately, my friend Stu Stone was in a TV show with Jamie Kennedy called Blowing Up. Oh, what did he say oh. about him? Um. Uh. Well, he said now he's uh on a different <laughs> pathway than him, but back you in know, the day, Colton- he was a nice man. <laughs> Some of your Patreon subscribers, if they get to see the video of this, they'll see once you ask that question, Allison, Colt did this. He went like he didn't want to. He went. Uh, yeah, there was a bit of a I saw a bit of holding back a bit of some a little bit of a reserve. Uh, so anyway, so Colt Cabana was on uh, a one on one show recently and we got into all sorts of stuff and he claimed that he's great on a panel. That's and so then, much pressure. I know. And then I said, oh, that's so good to know. And he said that he'd been on Doug Loves Movies and various other shows. And I said, oh, that's so good to know. I'll definitely have you on a Thursday show. And then he 
immediately wanted to backpedal. He's like, oh, wait, I've set the bar too high. So we are expecting excellence. And you just opened this whole thing up with me (laughs) saying how great I was. I know. So anyway, there's... Oh wait, you know what? I got What about introduce- those J- Jamie Kennedy jokes I dropped two in a I row? They, huh? were, they were great. Thank you. We got I need to catch up with you on some stuff that got mentioned on the last episode and then also I've had my own dark night of the soul regarding whether or not I truly have what it takes to be a wrestling fan. Is that a phrase? All- dark night of the soul? Wait, what'd you say? Yes. Did you make that up? That is a phrase. Official. That is a that phrase. Is a phrase. Yes. Okay. It's a phrase. All right. I wish I could take credit for it. <laughs> I invented that, Robin. Did you know I invented that? <laughs> you did. I am so I sorry. It. She, I she coined did. it. I, it's mine. Um, and then I, I put it out there. So people think that other people, it's so widespread, but really it all comes back to me. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I have what it takes now that I've discovered a few things about wrestling. So I'll get into that. Mm. Um, cause already it was like, mm. it was a semi joking, like, it, cause it makes no sense. The idea that I could actually be a wrestling fan, which is part of like why I'm interested in pursuing me as a fan. Uh, but now I, now I've like, it's, I, I just don't know. So we'll get into that. But first, let me introduce the rest of everyone here, even though uh, they've already spoken. My husband, Daniel. Hello. Hi. Thank you. you How's it going? Um, it's going well. Yeah. Um, you know, just, you know, doing what Nailed I did. <laughs> Nailing it. Nailing it. Blowing up. And out. Just, and out. Lots of prep and for up. the show. Yep. Lo- yes, and up. Go up, out, and, and good away. Now, my mom has texted me and she wants to know, are you all better vis-a-vis the COVID that we've all had? Yeah, I'm feeling better. I mean, I think it only it only really affected me for a few days. I would say like three, four days. It was weird because it was like one of those things where it kept it kept feeling like it was about to get worse. Then it never did, but then it also didn't get better. Like it wasn't like on a, you know how you get the flu or something, and there's like a, you feel like there's a trajectory, like an arc. Yeah. Oh, it's getting worse. It's okay, and now you know you start to feel better, and then it continues to get better. But this was just like it just hit a plateau for like three days, um, no change. For me, it was like eight to ten days of, uh, and it it had a course of like two days of feeling like a cold, and then it was like three days of really bad flu, and and then it was like sign. I mean, it kept changing. Honey, but, we're talking about me, right? Ah, uh, you are, but I moved on. Um, yeah. Can I ask one question about your mom's text about Daniel? Yes. I know we have more people to introduce here. <laughs> yeah. Did your mom care more about Daniel's COVID than your COVID? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, it was. It was peppered in with other questions. Okay. okay. Yeah. Why would your mom care more about Sam? Well, Sam, you know, was nice enough to drop off food, and and um and and my mom just kept saying Sam is the real hero here. He he brought my daughter food. He brought my daughter, you know, drugstore supplies, and I'm like, I, I he threw it over a fence. <laughs> In order to stay as far away from me as possible. So, and, and somehow he becomes the hero in my mom's mind. So I was just curious. Yeah. He likes yeah. him more than me. That's the bottom line. He likes him more than me. Well, maybe it's the novelty. 
Yes, it's the novelty for sure. But she also likes my brother-in-law more than my my older uh, sister. So, okay, yeah. maybe she, she a, wanted boys. She's got a thing for guys. Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. And also joining us today is Jeff Fox. Hello. Hi, Allison. I also blew my hair out so much that it oh. went right off my head. You narcissistic motherfucker. He's oh. <laughs> talking about me. <laughs> is that old or new? That's new. Oh, I oh. love it. Perfectly timed, too. He's the drop king. Okay. All right. So I say we just get right into the the wrestling stuff because it's on my mind. Okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, I would say I have like almost a parasocial relationship with wrestling in that I have still never seen wrestling in any real kind of way. However, I've started to have some wrestlers on my show and I find them all to be these fascinating people. And the more I have them on my show, the more I'm like learning about wrestling and it's, it's interesting to me. And it's so this, it's so weird that I would even me being someone who does not really know about sports at all. Um, it's just a weird pairing me and wrestling. And so that's like, the the weird since since it's weird i'm like yes i'm going all in and it's like it started as a joke like i'm pivoting to becoming a wrestling podcast but then i'm like no i really am going to um so so uh and you know and tony thaxton is and and pete bonavita that's right they're super into wrestling um and a lot of people around me are super into it so i'm being like i'm being pulled in uh, so I'm, I'm following, I'm just, I'm just letting myself get pulled in and I'm learning more about it. So anyway, I, it's part of your quest to become the Joe Rogan <laughs> of wrestling, of wrestling. That's exactly, that's exactly it. Sure. For sure. So anyway, we have an opening for you. I <laughs> was looking at Twitter and you know, I don't know if you guys look at just the Twitter app, but it it gives you topics that it thinks you want to read about. So it always gives me Tim Heidecker tweets, <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins tweets, and now it has started giving me AEW. You're tweets. in the algorithm. Yes. Nice. We've so, sucked you in. Yes. So now it gave me a big block of AEW. Robin, there's WWE uh, is like one of the big companies. And then a, <laughs> listen to me try to explain wrestling in front of Cole Cabana, <laughs> a professional wrestler. And then there's to AEW, me. which is uh, the other big one. Is that what you say? What that's does accurate? it stand for? American All Equity Elite. Wrestling? All, all elite, elite wrestling. Wrestling. Um, all elite. Ooh. Yeah, we only so, take the elite with it. <laughs> so anyway, it was the night of, um, I don't know. So, oh, the sh- shark week something or other. Shark week dis- destruct- destruction. Don't pretend you're too cool for shark week, Allison. <sighs> I'm not. But it was shark week went along with some. Oh, I now I'm for fighter fight fighter some fighter fighter fest yes fighter fest yeah had like a tie in with Shark Week and Chris Jericho was fighting someone and there was a whole bunch of barbed wire everywhere and Ooh. then I saw a bunch of tweets like angry tweets at Chris Jericho um, saying like hey man we caught you on camera blading yourself. Um, and then I looked at the little clip. Now, I don't know what I'm looking at. And I was not familiar with this term blading, but I did see a lot of blood. And so I was like, that's got to be fake blood, right? Because everyone knows wrestling is fake. So then, and by the way, this all happened while I'm laying. Yeah. I'm sorry. My I, heart, I, no. something, Shakespeare talk. 
<laughs> be still your heart. My, that's the one. Be still yeah. my heart. Um, well, no, be still your heart would mean like you're falling in love with what you're hearing and that's oh, not what's happening. Reverse, but still my heart. <laughs> um, so I'm like in bed. It, I'm like lying next to Elliot right now because this is the new uh, interminable bedtime routine that has begun. So he's like falling asleep and I'm like looking at Twitter and thinking like, what's going on? This has to be fake blood, right? And then I find out that there's this thing where wrestlers take a razor blade and surreptitiously like where people can't see make cuts on their face so they'll start bleeding so and i have a thing about blood where it makes me feel very sick um so i what i thought was the fact that he and the wwe banned this but i guess so anyway, I thought that it was amateurish that he was doing it, but actually I guess it was amateurish that he was people were upset that it was they they were saying this is on Twitter. Like they were saying it's amateurish that he was caught on camera doing it or something. I don't know. Anyway, but the, so then I was trying to read more about it, but the more I read about it, the more I felt like I was going to pass out because I just can't handle <laughs> this much talk about blood. So anyway, now that I understand that like this is a part of wrestling and that whereas I thought that it was like Okay, hang on to your heart, Colt. Whereas I thought that it was fake, now I understand it's not exactly fake. It's more like it's just scripted, let's say. But they're they actually are getting hurt to a degree and stuff. Now I'm like, I think it might be too brutal for me. <laughs> uh, I guess I don't have a question. I guess mm-hmm. my question is like, how how much is this? blading thing well how, this is how much does this happen a great opportunity for me to plug a third podcast of mine called pro wrestling fringe a storytelling podcast uh originally paid for by um howl do you remember howl how what is that a razor blade company no that was uh uh earwolf had howl and oh, then they yeah. were turned into stitcher premium i think yes Yes. And then I got the rights back to it where I told these stories, these fun little stories of pro wrestling past. And one of them is called red means green, which is a term meaning uh, the more you bleed, the more money you make. And it was uh, <laughs> the story, the story wow. of, uh, ac- um, uh, there was a story of a, a Hawaiian wrestler who used to bleed all of the time. And that, that was an old school thing. So like back in the day in like the forties or fifties, when they wanted to have these like vicious matches, Everyone be like, this stuff's fake. This stuff's fake. So the wrestlers were like, we have to prove that it's not fake, even though it was fake. And so by proving that they would, they found out that like, oh, if we like nick our forehead a little bit, there's all this, this is like where the blood is, but it doesn't like, it's just scar tissue. It doesn't really hurt. And so they started nicking their forehead with a, with a razor blade where Robin and I are both just cringing. And it mixes Co- with the sweat, right? So it looks like a ton yeah, of blood. Yeah, copious amount of bloods just start. And then like you learn over the years, like because I've done this before, where like if you drink a bunch of orange juice and Advil and, and th- you don't drink Advil. Well, you could. I don't know. Uh, right. <laughs> and you thin your blood, like it just comes out more and more and like oh, it adds to the performance. And at the end of the day, like when you're all done, you clean up. There's like little things. You put some bacitracin on it. It's fine. Um, some people took it way too far. If you Google the name Abdullah the Butcher. Uh, he's a fun oh, one to no. look at. <laughs> See, there are things after I had Elliot, I talked about this on the podcast. I had postpartum depression and like the way it manifested was I would get a disturbing thought in my head and I would be like, don't Google that. Don't Google. I'll just I'll share it with you. It's very dark, but I would just be like, oh, I'd be sitting there and then I'd be like, 
what happened to babies born in the Holocaust? Mm. Okay, don't Google that. Don't Google that. I have to Google. Don't Google. It. I have to Google. Don't. So anyway, now you've wait, what's his name? Abdul the butcher. Oh, Abdullah the butcher. Yeah. Forehead. So now type in now, Abdullah the bo- no, butcher. No, no, I can't. Forehead. I can't. It'll it'll make me pass out. Yeah. And look at Google uh, Images when you do that, just so you get the <laughs> pictures to pop right. hundred uh, percent. So what did he harm his forehead? He did it every night for ten years straight. So their forehead is like. It's unbelievable what it looks like. But wrestlers no. at that time, they took it as a sign of pride. Like, this is what yeah. we did. This is who we are. Uh, the Sheik is another one, a legendary man from Detroit. Wait, is uh, that the Iron Sheik who tweets? So it's not the Iron Sheik oh. who tweets. Um, <laughs> it is the original Sheik, they would call him. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, these guys are like in, uh, in the wrestling industry. They're so legendary. But outside of the world, obviously, nobody knows who they are. Uh, but that's the thing. Yeah, we that's the thing in wrestling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't accept. <laughs> it, it, it's no, not, my, not, not all wrestling is like that. <laughs> where, where do we go? Well, so I like, like ducklings and koalas. What kind of wrestling would I enjoy? Uh, um, <laughs> the San Diego Zoo Wrestling Federation. Oh, is, does that exist? Because, yes, I would like S-D-Z-W-F. to go. SDZWF. <laughs> okay, perfect. They're on the animal planet. It's been a long time since I've paid attention to wrestling, but my sense was that it, the the regional circuits you're more likely to see more extreme stuff like i remember uh there were guys that would throw tacks on the mat and then they'd body slam down into the tacks of the the they'd stick into their back and stuff like that i mean yeah but like 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 anything you know like just like in music or you know you think of punk rock like music like once it starts getting on the underground, it comes up and starts yeah. popping up on national television somehow, and that's so that's ha- that has happened in wrestling. Yeah, Robin, uh, it involves a lot of things physically that I find deeply unpleasant and sometimes yeah. painful. <laughs> that's me talking about having. That's me talking about playing with my children. <laughs> See, you can take it. Colt lost me at Bassett Trayson. He said that they everybody just puts a thing of bacitracin on their forehead. Like, that's a thing that we all have. What is that, Cole? Is that a Midwest thing that no one else no. has? I've heard of it. I mean, isn't it like Neosporin? Yeah, Neosporin. Yeah. Oh, Oint- it just like stops ointment. the bleeding? Oh. It's ointment. ointment. Okay. It's a, it's a salve. It's a liniment. So you don't get infected. People get, unguent. People get upset about the word moist, but I'm way more upset about the word ointment. It's yeah. horrible. It's, it's a horrible bad. word. Bacitracin's better. So thank you. I just didn't... You, you That rolled off your tongue as if we all knew what that was. Yeah, you can add it to your repertoire if you wish. <laughs> oh, I will. So like how much does it... Oh, why am I going back? I have to go back to the... Just for a second. How much does it hurt though when you do it what i'm imagining is like in daniel's laughing in front like with the adrenaline going in front of a crowd just to nick yourself probably you're not aware of the pain nah, it doesn't hurt at all and i remember like it's so funny because the first time i did it i was so scared and then uh this wrestler named tony devito who used to wrestle in ecw which was known for its extreme championship wrestling he like took me aside and taught me how to do it oh. and he's like stick it in and then twist and then, ah. <laughs> That's classic Tony DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But I will say this is what it feels like. Um, If you've ever, like, eaten a hot dog and then you, like, take a bite and there's, like, that, like, a good boiled hot dog and, like, crisps and then, like, the juices fly out, like, Uh, that's what it feels like. (laughs) 
Hey, yeah, like a cannoli. Yeah. Allison is dying. Like a good kosher dog. You stick you stick your 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 razor blade in it and then you oh. feel you feel that hot dog pop. Log on. Allison appears to be frozen on screen, but she's Oh my not. god. Oh my god. I want a little gabagoo. I was laying when I was reading about it. I was laying down and I thought I'm gonna pass out, but I was already prone. Like oh, and I feel a little bit yucky right now. Um, okay, wow. Just oh, watch just- my wrestling, Allison. We make people laugh. <laughs> our Dude, blood, I- our blood is cons- when we see uh, laughter, tears. That's what I would consider blood. Ugh. Do the female wrestlers do this too? Some do, and it's like I don't want to be sexist. But like I have feelings of like it's it's grosser to me, and I, mm-hmm. I it shouldn't be because it's very empowering when the women are like if they do it, I do it. But like I understand that question that you just asked, but they do some do. Just mm-hmm. uh, where does Tony DeVito fit in all? <laughs> <laughs> Yucky! All right. Yeah, he never taught a, a lady. He was he was so sexist. He never taught a lady how to do right. That. He's like, I'm not going to show the lady how to do that. It's a proper lady. <laughs> Allison's got a thing about blood, but I feel like blading can't Look. hurt nearly as much as being body slammed into a table or some of the other stuff that happens. Yeah, I'll I agree mean, with that. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you're a wrestler, I mean, uh, my sense is just your relationship to pain and, and that kind of stuff is different than Allison's for example, relationship to pain. <laughs> I'm a tough you know? gal. I'm a yeah. tough broad. Well, I mean, you did give birth. Twice. Look, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say you, you can't, but I think that when you cringe at certain things, I'm not sure that it's really like hurting the wrestler the way you think. Yeah. A so razor blade it, is so sharp. It like that wouldn't hurt at all. It's just the idea of it in your head. Of it's, course. It's a, this is a psychological thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is complete. Right. I, the, my my blood for anyone who has a blood phobia. By the way, they've already stopped listening to this episode. I hope they gave us an <laughs> iTunes review. No, the way it all started was I was in a college class. We were watching that movie. What's the? Is it Angel or Angel Heart? Not it's An- blow up. Blow up. <laughs> <laughs> with Jamie Kennedy. Yes. No, the one with Lisa Bonet and a- Mickey Rourke. Angel Heart, which Angel is Heart. crazy that we were watching that in college. Crazy. Yeah, it yes. was in this class called Idea of America. It was like my it was a senior seminar. It was really good. The class was really good. We were watching this movie. There's a scene where there's isn't it? They're like um witchcraft or voodoo, not voodoo, but there's it is voodoo. voodoo. Okay, so there's a scene. And I don't think this is a spoiler. It's a very old movie. There's a scene where the the walls start bleeding so all of a sudden the walls start bleeding and then i had to get um a root canal and (laughs) i saw um i saw a cotton ball that had some blood on it not a lot just a little but i started thinking about it and it was like that movie plus thinking about the cotton ball and then thinking like how can my body handle this loss of like this t- minuscule, but I just started thinking about it. And then I started feeling like sick uh, or un- un- hot. Probably what happened is like, it made me nervous and I wasn't breathing normally. Um, I was like holding my breath cause it made me nervous. And then I started feeling like, you know, tingly. And ever since then, I just sort of had this thing about blood and getting my blood drawn. Um, and then when I was trying to get pregnant, I had to get my blood drawn all the time, and I kind of got over it. But now it's back, thanks to Chris Jericho. Oh, the oh. walls of Jericho were bleeding. 
That's right. Oh. Exactly. Um, and yeah. I just love that we're dealing in a- like that you didn't want to do a spoiler for Angel Heart with the blood <laughs> on the walls. Which I've never you seen. Know? So was spoiled, by the way. Is that a- I don't even remember the movie at all. Is that a spoiler? I don't know. I no. never saw it. I just know that like when I was a kid, it was rated X and it was a big deal because the girl oh, from the Cosby show X? was in it. It was oh, yeah. rated X. Yeah, originally. Because there was also that movie Angel. Was that the movie that was like a very early HBO, very early HBO movie, which was like, you know, by day, she's a uh, high schooler. By night, she's like a streetwalker. No, that was, oh. a, that was a theater movie because I saw that in the theater. You did? Oh. I did. Oh, absolutely. There was what also was that, that movie uh, starring- Angels in the Outfield. Right. Also or excited. in America. Yeah. Yes. There's also a baseball team called the Angels. Mm. Yes. What? Yes. Now you're making Angels. things up. Um, Robin, what's been going on with you? I feel like it's been a while since we've caught up with you and your voluminous hair. Any blood oh. in your daily routines? <laughs> You know, I I was thinking about like I'm not afraid of blood, and uh, for whatever reason I'm not. I my parents were in the hospital business, so that might have something to do with it. But but Robin, does anyone in in a writer's room ever blade? <laughs> <laughs> just emotionally, just to get laughs. Just to get laughs, or whatever whatever will get you on the board, so to speak. Um, but I was I was just I just spent two weeks in Nantucket, Massachusetts. Ooh. Which we can discuss. And, um, I, I, I cloistered myself in a guest house and watched eight episodes of the HBO show, The Staircase, which is the live action. Yes, we've seen it. Of, yeah, of mm-hmm. the documentary. And it made me go back and watch the documentary. So essentially I spent my whole vacation in staircase content. And if you don't like blood, do not watch either. Oh my God. Time. There's a lot yes. of blood. So much blood. I mean, they were, she was blading for days. That is so (laughs) uncool of me. She died. What's the documentary staircase? Have you, do you know? Yeah, go, go for it. No, it's, um, it's really, do you have 13 extra hours, Colt? Do you have? I mean, this is pretty embarrassing for me who has been on Doug Loves movies. So I feel bad that I haven't seen a movie. Like it's TV. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find it on TV's the new movies. And it's a documentary that started shooting in 2001, right after. Oh wait, you watched the documentary, not she watched the both. HBO. No, I, wa- I watched the show, Daniel. Come on. Well, I tune out, honey. I had seen yes. the documentary, and then I watched an episode of the show, and it made me want to go back and watch the documentary before mm-hmm. I watched the rest of the HBO show. They're both called the same so, thing. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Netflix has the documentary of the staircase. HBO has the live action version with Colin Firth. It's true crime. Basically, yeah, it's true crime. And Juliette Binoche. And the best way to summarize it for you, Colt, is to say that in 2001, uh, a woman fell down her staircase. A middle-aged woman named Kathleen fell down her staircase. And it, the question was, did her husband murder her on that staircase? Or did she was she just drunk and had a horrible fall? And so, I mean, it takes truly 13 hours of corruption in North Carolina, and he's also bisexual, and he lies a lot, and and his uh, and a he friend ran of for his, office at one point. He so ran for office in politics, Durham, and the people in Durham don't like him. But then also, they discover about three episodes, 
three episodes into the Netflix documentary, they're like, P.S., did you know that one of his friends from Germany also died at the bottom of a staircase? So it gets really juicy and interesting. Um, I might have seen it. And he adopted that person's daughters. Yes. So the person who, the first person, the first woman who died on the staircase, he adopted her daughters. But I think he adopted them out of guilt because I think he killed her, too. There it is. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I've got all the answers. I've got a lot of theories. If any Allison Rosen fans out there want to discuss the staircase with me, I am here. I'm starting. I'm thinking of starting a staircase con. Comic Con just ended. I. All right. You know, it's COVID is surging right now. I don't trust that I have immunity. And my advice to anyone who thinks they do have immunity right now is, um, you don't. You don't. uh, But. After that, I'm attending your con because I was in full staircase land after I watched the HBO documentary because I was like, I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. And then by the end, I was like, I do think he did it. And I feel manipulated by the HBO. But I enjoyed the HBO show. But I was like, they because then I went back and we watched a little bit of the the actual documentary with the actual guy. And I was like, oh, the HBO show left out a lot. Was the documentary like four years ago? Is this yes. not new? Yes. Okay, I it's feel like not seen new. This. Oh, I feel like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And but- what they did was they like chronicled. So there was like new information in 2013 and then they made new episodes in 2018. So listen, there's always a way to jump on the staircase, merry go around if you want to. But I've come up with a new theory that oh. if anybody wants to write yeah. to me, oh, it's not a theory so much as just this self addressed th- stamped envelope. <laughs> What? So should they send you a If I send you a self-addressed stamped envelope, you'll send me your theory? Yes. <laughs> but I just, you know, in the in in both things, the story is that Michael Peterson was outside by the pool. It was December 9th. They were outside by the pool having wine and she decided to go inside and he didn't find her till an hour or two later and she was bleeding out. I don't think they were ever outside by the pool because he was wearing shorts and it's North Carolina in December. And I went back and you can find the weather. It was below 40 degrees. So why was he wearing shorts? I wear um, I wear shorts in Chicago in winter. Yeah. I will say this. My one caveat being like guys love to wear shorts. You know, <laughs> guys will wear shorts whenever they want to. True. And he did so, go to the gym. We know this. He he went to the gym a lot. But mm-hmm. I just was like sitting outside in Los Angeles in December. I wouldn't even do. So I just had a tough time believing that they were ever outside. I think. Uh, I have know. a question, Robin. P- please. This is a, a, an honest question. Who's doing meet and greets at Staircase Con this year? Um, I am on my staircase. <laughs> I have two staircases in my home. So, oh wow, staircase con will start here. Okay. Um, I now I heard you're gonna have the actual staircase do a presentation. Yes. In yes. Hall H. Oh wow. Don't you know what's great is that I went onto the listing website to see that house to see if it was on Zillow, the house that that murder happened in. Oh, oh my it? god, you've gone. Well, deep. it was. It was, but the best part is they show every photo of the house except that staircase. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't remodeled it. Yeah. Yeah. So the long story of like what I've, what I've been up to is, you know, we were in Nantucket with my essentially my in-laws for two weeks. And there would be times where I needed to take a break. And the staircase, both documentary and HBO, provided solace for me. I love my in-laws. I actually feel very lucky. But every now and then you need to just sort of 
get yourself grounded. And I did that with a with a murder show. Um, hold on. Excuse me, but that sounds very serious. If you're calling them your in-laws. Oh, right. Who else to call them? Oh, thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. Um, I don't. I don't know how I feel about marriage in general. Sam's divorce became final like a year ago. We're not in any rush. Like I'm a hundred years old. Like it's the idea of going to pick out a dress and have my dad walk me down the aisle seems insane. Um, But what do I know? Your joke is noted, <laughs> Daniel. Noted. Everyone sees what you're doing. I don't know. I just don't know why people celebrate weddings. What well, the there was fuck? Just, did you just see? What's, it was on Instagram a lot the other day. Of like, celebrate? do you want it? Do you really want to get married, or do you just want to have a birthday party? Oh, and, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, at my 40th yeah. birthday party, I was extremely overwhelmed. It was a big party, and I was too overwhelmed. So that was an indicator to me that maybe parties in my honor are not my thing. Um, So as fun as it would be to marry Sam, it's just not a priority right now. Mm -hmm. But they are my in-laws. Like, I do love them very much. I can say that with, with, no, I'm not even joking, which is crazy. That's very sweet. Um, I've never been to Nantucket. That's where uh, Floyd lives, right? Floyd is Daniel's cousin cousin who did the music Mm -hmm. for Childish, which is the show that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. And he just got married in Nantucket. Congratulations, Congratulations. Floyd. Mazel tov. It's not cheap to get married in Nantucket. It sounds sounds very preppy. I think they just got married. It's so preppy, Colt. That was what... That was, I will say, that is my biggest problem with Nantucket. A A more beautiful island you'll never see. It's so beautiful. And then... I don't know. I grew up here. I grew up in Southern California. I went to college in Chicago. So I just don't traffic in a lot of Midwest, um, in East Coast preppy people. And one night, one night I went to a fundraiser for a very preppy event. And I, I said they were making out a name tag for me. And I was like, my name's Pinky. And they were like, Pinky. And the woman filling out the name tags was like, my son is named Pinky. And I was like, you're kidding me. And she was like, we've never met anybody else in the family of this nickname. And she was like, what's your real name? And I was like, Robin. (laughs) And she was like, I can't, I'm going to call Pinky. I'm going to call Binky right now and tell him. And then I walked around. I I felt so much more a part of this fundraiser with the name Pinky. (laughs) I'm a kiddo. Yeah, I just didn't belong there, so I figured I'd I'd figure I'd do whatever it took to fit in. What does the world what 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 do we associate as like what's the pop culture of like Nantucket? As well, for, for me, it's Limerick. where uh, Nantucket Nantucket Nectars. It's where John. Is it's, it's where I thought you said one crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no. wait, one crazy summer is that right? One crazy summer took oh, place yes. on Nantucket. Okay, that's yes. my thoughts. Yes. So that's all I knew about Nantucket going into this. This was my second trip there. Um, as far as the Jewish population, I was at a party one night and, uh, at, with, with all, all the Jews on Nantucket were on the, were at this party. So it's, it's not, I'd say Martha's Vineyard is the Jewier island. Um, right. but it's, but it's not unJewed. It's not unJewed, but you have to be a kind of a preppy Jew to fit in and, and. Right. Uh, it's, you know, that's why I took to my bed a lot and watched a lot of Case Con. <laughs> but it was fun. It was, it was beautiful and fun. And we got to go to the beach and we ate great meals. But, um, 
the preppy quotient is large and looming there. To get to the island, you take ferries and like, how does it all work? How, how do you Los access Angeles, it? From LA to Boston, and then you connect in Boston either to a Cape Air flight where they ask for your weight. It's about a 20-minute sort of helicopter ride. Rude. Oh, my God. Rude. That Rude. feels like a, a, a sorority. Yes. And then, or you can go like JetBlue, LA to Boston, and then JetBlue will do a little flight over to Nantucket. And then uh, then you're on your own. And then you, when you land, you're in the airport where the NBC sitcom Wings took place. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Speaking of weight, have I told you guys that you were I in finally, wings? I was in wings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I finally else? changed the weight on my driver's license. But for years, if I had been abducted and they went by the weight on my driver's license, <laughs> no one would ever find me because I don't know why. But like my mom's always said 110, which is relatively close to like what she is because she's the tiniest human in the whole world. So for some wow. reason, I was like, mine should also say I haven't been 110 since like, I don't know fifth grade or something which like since I, I came up at, you know what I mean I mean for a year like it's insane to think that it, it said that as an adult I was 110 so it's and don't they use that if you get abducted don't they actually use that as your yeah that's what they're looking for they're looking for a 110 pound fairy weight <laughs> I just want Nymph. every li- listen I'm just gonna put this far and wide if I ever get abducted, Daniel, you're probably the person they would go to. Feel free to tell them the truth about what I look like. Now my now it's updated to something more accurate, but I'm let them know. What yeah. you say? I'm proud of you, Allison. Thank you. That's a big step dr- to say that, hey, like it's not this, it's this. Thank you. That's true. Yeah, it's it's true. growth. It's expansion. I just want to say quickly, my driver's license, I had to take a quick trip in the middle of the Nantucket trip to New York. And my driver's license fell out on the plane I was on. And uh, that was a nightmare. And uh, it's being sent back to me. The good people at JetBlue are sending it back to me. But I don't know what weight is on there. But they would have laughed if they saw if they had found it while I was there. They would have been like, this isn't you. (laughs) It is a a tricky thing putting the weight on your driver's license. Because it's like, if you're above the weight that you feel like in your head you should be, you don't want to lock it in. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of feels like if I put what I am now, that's then what I'm going to be. That's why I think it was and a I'm big step for Allison. I think, like, you've yeah. it's an acceptance yeah. for sure. Thank you. Take Good. back the and night. W- <laughs> Take back the night. Dark <laughs> night rises. Just, if you ever, if anybody <laughs> listening ever flies on Cape Air, uh, which flies to all Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard, the Nantucket Air, whatever. They will ask your weight. And I, I've always wanted to know if they pat it. So they're like, okay, this woman's saying she's 125 pounds. She's clearly a buck right. 50. You know they what I mean? Must, well, they, right? hire, they hire someone from the carnival right. who just like, eyeballs you. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Mm-mm. They it's must. True. Listen, you guys. If you have a pet, they're part. Look, I purport to be the queen of segways and i used something as 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 ratty as listen you guys i'm capable of more but if you have a pet they're part of your family fuzzy nose there's nothing that compares to coming home to a wiggle butt or waking up to soft purrs and that we want to keep our pets healthy and make them as happy as they make us uh fuzzy is a telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24 7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals from everyday questions to middle of the night emergencies fuzzy has the 
answers pet parents need through live chat and virtual. Oh my gosh. This oh is my, Colt Cabana's dachshund. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. As soon as I'm done with this, we need to hear. I've seen this guy in your stories. Oh my gosh. He's so cute. Through live Please don't chat. misgender. Please don't misgender my dog. Thank you. Her. What's her name? <laughs> she's, she's Ripley. Ripley. She's so cute. You Aww. need fuzzy for Ripley. Through live chat and virtual vet consultations available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, fuzzy can answer your pet questions, big and small, urgent and every day. Fuzzy can also recommend the exact right products for your pet, like Ripley, all of which are handpicked by their established team of veterinary professionals and available at discounts exclusive to fuzzy members from getting your pet's diet just right to meeting their middle of the night needs to finally figuring out what makes their breath smell that way. Oh, I feel like they're calling out Wendy because her breath is not good right now. Yeah. Nothing is too big or small for a quick fuzzy call. Um, I really wish that they had had fuzzy years ago when Wendy ate a whole bunch of chocolate. We had a bag of C's candy and Wendy oh. reached up, grabbed it. And then I walked in and noticed that she ate the entire thing. And I knew that chocolate was not good for dogs. And many calls and lots of money later, we found out she was absolutely fine, but it did freak us out. I wish they'd had this then. Right now, Fuzzy's offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership. Go to yourfuzzy.com slash Allison today to sign up. That's a free seven-day trial and access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds, supplements, food, and more at yourfuzzy, Y-O-U-R-F-U-Z-Z-Y.com slash Allison. Again, yourfuzzy.com slash Allison for a free trial of Fuzzy with access to 24-7 personalized pet care and vet-recommended products. Okay, Ripley, oh my God. Is, Ripley, tell us about Ripley. She is oh so cute. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen to see the most adorable oh, dog. And she's so quiet, except when dogs are barking in the morning. Oh, Ripley is a, uh, I'd say a year and two months dachshund. She's a little one. She's, I think they, that would be the runt of the litter, I think. Uh huh. She's so little. She's like 10 pounds. She's oh. so soft. And she likes to go in between your legs when you go to sleep. Oh, that's so Aww. cute. Now, that's is, so the dachshund, is the dachshund <laughs> breed, are they temperamental? Like, what is their personality stubborn. like? Stubborn. Stubborn. Okay. They're, they're very stubborn. This is what, like, she'll still go in the in the apartment. You go know? to the bathroom? Yeah. So, like, Anne kind of just do it. I don't know. She, like, people have, like, Originally, we got like the bell to ring, like when they want. Like she'll never tell us when she needs to go to the bathroom. It's just whatever she wants. Um, but otherwise, pretty great. They're they're also known like they're all like lovers and cuddlers and um, and so sweet too. I look at the she- face on that dog, and all I see is strong willfulness. <laughs> Does she have a lot of energy? <laughs> yeah, she can she can run around, run around, run around. But then likes to be lazy. You know, she's like me. Yeah. Like I can, I, can, I can do a 10 minute match and then I want to be on the couch for the rest of the day, you know? She is still a puppy pretty much though, right? I mean, a year yeah. and two months is pretty puppy-ish. Yeah, but she's not growing anymore. Yeah. No, but I mean like wow. in terms of, she's a kiddo, of yeah. attitude. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking Ugh. of sleep, you must get pretty hot with her between your legs. Warm weather is here. For me, that means hot sleepless nights. I recently found a way to stay cool at night so I don't wake up all sweaty and sticky since, why did I 
go into like baby talk as if I'm talking about, because I'm thinking of puppies. Uh, so I don't wake up all sweaty and sticky. Since I started using Miracle Brand's self-cooling bed sheets, I stay comfortable all night long. Uh, so these sheets have self-cooling properties. They use silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA. Miracle Brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. They're infused with natural silver that prevents 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. Um, they're luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands, and uh, they're better for your skin. You're not sleeping on bacteria anymore. Go to trymiracle.com slash bestfriend to try it today, and we've got a special deal for our listeners. Be sure to use our promo code bestfriend at checkout to save 40% and get three free towels. And Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash bestfriend and use the code bestfriend to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash bestfriend. Thank you, Miracle Brand, for sponsoring this episode. So, Colt, when we last talked, you, it was the night before your big outing to see the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. You had front row tickets. And you read (laughs) the text from your friend Marcus where he was offering you front row tickets to see the Backstreet Boys, but also a night out where you guys were either going to get pizza or you were going to go to Subway and get a sandwich on scooped bread. And then you were going to watch comedy and I forget what the specific offer was. Be a couple yentas and talk yeah, about it all night. Essentially, essentially, yeah. yes. So I need to. What? So what's the update? What What did you guys do all night? What do you okay. eat? How was the show? Well, I, have you do you a have you ever been to or b know what Summerfest is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin? I don't. I know what it is. I yes, I do oh, know what that is. That, I lived in Milwaukee the for the first four years of my life. So oh. yes, Summerfest is really really fun. It's a big deal. Right? Go on, Daniel. Yeah. Sorry. Well, wait, was that the show where Kanye was going to play and then he got replaced and then they were throwing things at, like, I think it was R. Kelly or something? Well, no. because my friend Marcus uh, said, because I was, because my brain works, I'm going like, how much are these guys making? Uh, that's the first thing I ask myself. And my friend Marcus was like, yeah, I think Kanye got a million to do Summerfest. Oh my so, God. Wow. Uh, so I, you know, I was, then I was doing the math of what each Backstreet Boy individually was going to make and there wasn't much happening. <laughs> on, you know, it was just, there was, it was kind of a bare minimum <laughs> stage. So, you know, they're not putting much into it. So, um, so it's, it's, it's just this like sweet festival. It, I've always heard about it being from Chicago, but I've never been there. So I thought it was kind of like, um, uh, like a street festival, but it's not. It's like in, ca- in cage or encapsulated. Into enclosed, like, enclosed there. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, in this like area that's only for Summerfest, and like when it's winter, nothing's happening there, which I kind of found weird too. I wanted mm. to figure out some way how to like Airbnb the place, like that's <laughs> you know, <laughs> for whatever winter activities that you would be doing in Milwaukee. So I had never been to Summerfest. That there was music happening, there was um, so much, there was all different kinds of food. So we ended up just kind of noshing on whatever at Summerfest and eating kind of like. Some, you know, different burgers and kind of there was ice cream and stuff. And and then we took in the Backstreet Boys and uh, they were live. They were they were exciting. They were, you know, they were older. And at first I was like, they're kind of lollygagging it in. But 
when they when you lollygag for two and a half hours or whatever they did, that's that's work. So yes. I, so they were yeah. so now looking back, they were Allison would know. they were pacing themselves. <laughs> How dare did you? They close? Did they close with "I want it that way," or did they open with it? Oh yeah. Oh, am I supposed to know the answer to these? No, no, no. You don't need to. Well, I'll pull up the I'll pull up the Backstreet Boys set yeah. list from Zemmerfest. Um, but were they? I guess my question is: Were they larger than life? You know. So <laughs> that is something I said to my friend Marcus. I said, "You know what? We were so close that they weren't larger than life." Uh, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> they were normal size. They were like, I was like, "Oh, these are just guys doing some dances." I could see them; they're right next to me. <laughs> That's great. They were not. That's what does not make you larger than I, I said, uh, like, like we weren't able to see the show. We were like in the show, you know, I've always heard about Summerfest because, again, I went to college out in the Midwest. And then I'm also a little obsessed with the Minnesota State Fair because that's supposed to be like the craziest food of all time and stuff like that. So these Midwestern music and food festivals are the real deal. Like they do not mess around food wise. I think, th- yeah. Well, is it like a state a state fair with all the fried stuff and the crazy? Nah, things? it's like the cool. Every, you know, at this point, it's been going on for I think like forty or fifty years or something. Yeah. So it's like who's ever doing stuff in Milwaukee, you want to be at Summerfest and moving your food. Like it's not elephant ears. Oh, unless right. it's like gourmet hipster elephant ears. What are elephant ears? That sounds great. Yeah, what are elephant ears? Yeah. Really? Yeah, for real. I'm. For real. Oh, uh, yeah. it would be like a giant churro that's in like a giant circle that almost, I guess, would look like an elephant here, wouldn't it? That wow. sounds delicious. Yeah, very much. <laughs> yes. So. Very much. A staple. Wow. A staple uh, of the carnival. Like a, so like a cinnamon fun. sugar donut-y thing. Yes. That's Powder a real snack Okay, more fun. The Summerfest or Gathering of the Juggalos? Well, I am going to the gathering in a couple, in a couple weeks here. Where's um, that? Where's that gathering? Thornville, Ohio. Wow. Uh, but, you know, it changes every year depending on the location. Mm-hmm. On the location. Uh, <laughs> uh, so for uh, gathering of the Juggalos, I, I sadly, you know, like like F- Summerfest I mean, had Backstreet Boys, but, you know, gathering the Juggalos has Tech 9 and um, and uh, Vanilla Ice. Ah, damn. So, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Vanilla Ice. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know, all the stars. I heard he flips homes now, too. He's busy. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Doesn't Army Hammer do something real estate related? He's selling (laughs) timeshares. And he eats people um, at Summerfest at the Minnesota State Fair. No, he, I guess, is selling timeshares down in the Cayman Islands. Yes. According to reports. Right. What a weird... uh, things for him to be doing now but i guess but he that, can't get work in hollywood so do you know where my cynical brain goes my my brain goes to two places with that story which is number one he might be in recovery and part oh. of being in recovery is having a normal job and you know being of service mm-hmm. and then the really dark part of my brain is like maybe that's his way of meeting more people to eat you know like <laughs> Wait, maybe that's his way. Yeah, like that's his way of meeting more fresh, literal fresh meat. Oh, was he a cannibal guy? Yeah. I just assumed he did inappropriate stuff to like women. That was my. And that. And that. Talked about it. Wait, we we didn't hear about any actual cannibalism, right? It It was just like he wanted 
Yeah, in to, a te- to, in a text he said, I think in a text he said, I've literally eaten a human heart or something. Oh. But that hasn't been verified. Right. Yeah, I didn't get this. Well, you know, I don't know why I'm weighing in. Well, because it's my show. But d- yeah. yeah, I didn't necessarily get the sense that he had for sure like truly been a cannibal as much as he was just making reference to it. But I, you know, I feel like I, I can be naive. I feel like, and these are worlds that I don't traffic in. Maybe this happens in Nantucket when I'm watching the staircase, but I have heard that like, it's a very blue blood thing. Like the beast, be a cannibal. Rich, well, these rich people get so bored so quickly. Oh, most dangerous they game. Keep moving up the rung of craziness. And it's like, yes. let's eat someone. <laughs> We can do and have That's whatever right. we want. This was Adam Carolla's well, the- theory about why he believes the Richard Gere gerbil story, which, by the way, I don't believe that. To me, Richard Gere gerbil is akin to like Rod Stewart. Was it Rod Stewart? Yeah, that and the stomach pumped. Yes, the stomach full right. of pump thing. That to me, that's just like an urban <laughs> legend. But he was like, no, I believe it because it's like you have sex with Cindy Crawford. And then where do you go from there? Yeah, your I mean, it's my theory about it's my theory about the Jeff Epstein stuff. Jeff, it's oh, like, you call him Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> your buddy I, Jeff. I'm too lazy to say the. I'm, I'm too lazy to say the whole thing. Jeff, uh, Jeff, where it's like, yeah, you get that that powerful, yeah. and rich, and the only thrill that's left is to go against the rules of society because you can. So it's because like, you can. All right, now we're gonna. We're going to do something that is completely, I know we're you know, being um, a little bit transgressive. I know we're being a little bit silly on the show, or at least I am. But I do have just just to inject a little bit of reality here. Ugh. But the but what what's in parentheses here is like, but you only do all this if you're a sociopath. Yeah, right. non sociopaths. <laughs> well, I don't think would do all this. Like if I had, like it's not like what's keeping me. From putting a gerbil in my, not to kink shame, you know, although no. a gerbil can't consent, but it's not like what's keeping me from doing all these things, including eating people is like access. Well, I think. Good, right. Great that, point. What what does it take to become a billionaire? That's that was what I was going to say. Yeah. The, percent, the percentage of people making money are making money because their brain is, they have a reason. That's why, that's why it's happening. Yeah. Right. Their brain is warped. And so then when you get so when you have so much money that you're super bored, that's when you start getting into some weird shit, I think. And and thrills and, you know, I don't know. So some people work hard and make their money. It's very respectable. But there's a big percentage who will step over anyone and do anything to anyone in order to make that money. And that's the same people who will then eat you. (laughs) <laughs> right i mean I, I when you, right. the, the people you're talking about who work hard and make money aren't billionaires like to right. become a billionaire that's like a whole that's a whole other thing it is um so you turn you change your name to pinky and you start doing crazy <laughs> shit oh my god how cutthroat is the world of wrestling very cutthroat and that's why i'm right in the middle mm. like how does it compare like i feel like the world of Football think, is very cutthroat, right? Probably. Oh, but I think I think wrestling is more Hollywoody cutthroat mm-hmm. because, like, showbiz cutthroat. Yeah, because foot uh, football is like if you're X amount of good at a thing, you know, it's it's objective as opposed to wrestling is very subjective. It's like there is no. It's not like if you right you. It's if you're a diver and you were uh, whatever you know. <laughs> right, you can't just go out and win right and right. then prove everybody wrong right. by winning. <laughs> 
I see. Does that ever happen where where someone goes against the the plan and and wins the match and it's like wait a minute you weren't supposed to fight yeah i mean there was like so this is for my like not like non-wrestling there's there was a thing called the montreal screw job and radio lab nickname (laughs) (laughs) pinky Uh, screws (laughs) pinky screw job (laughs) uh radio lab did like an incredible whole like documentary on it where this one guy was leaving the company his name was brett hart and oh, he didn't yes. he didn't want to lose the belt and he wanted to lose it like a different night and they were like well he's got to lose it cuz he's leaving the company and then the um the the legendary Vince McMahon who's in the news for being such a sweetheart right uh, <laughs> speaking of sociopath yes yeah. right exactly he yeah. went against his own rules and told Brett that he was winning and then he like pulled all these strings to make him lose and then it was just this whole thing of like a clash of egos it's pretty interesting and like sad at the same time wow. um there is a brett there's a school named after brett hart here are there multiple brett hearts or is this the same brett hart that the school here is named after which i can't imagine i'm gonna guess no you're gonna guess no which one that that's not the Maybe. brett hart right. <laughs> the school's name is but can i tell you my fi- my claim to fame with brett hart i think yes is when twitter started his he got a, a like he got like a, a a Twitter handle and his middle name is like I guess like like Sam or something and so his Twitter handle was Brett S Hart and then like no one was saying anything and I'm like <laughs> oh no I'm like yo Brett Hart's Twitter handle is Brett Sharp anyone like <laughs> oh no and then I, I think like a couple days later it got changed and. Uh. You're welcome. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Or I'm sorry. Good I'm sorry. I took that away. No, good. Yeah, because you took it away. No, everyone was gonna. I mean, come on. That's good looking out. I think. Okay. Yep. I think so. Yeah. That's my mitz- that's my mitzvah for the wrestling world. <laughs> uh, is are you talking about the Bret Hart that's in Newhall of like that high school in Santa Clarita? That one. Is that what no, you meant? There's a middle. Oh, okay, so there's a uh, lot of academics. Apparently. There's a lot of. Yeah. So there must be yeah. a Bret Hart, a Bret Hart that's uh, big in the learning world. No, there's like a Bret Hart middle school that's somewhere in Burbank. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, a middle school that might be named. You know, it's not that prestigious. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> what if you became really famous and they were like, "We're naming a middle school after you." <laughs> Like you think you're the most famous yeah, person, right. and they're like, "It's a junior high." Right. Um, <laughs> it's a cop. I want to let everyone know if you're watching on Patreon, and this might be an enticement. Again, Patreon. Patreon. Allison Rosen, I've got a real case of something that you might have only heard me talk about, which is what I refer to as penis face when I'm very hot, when my face turns red and swells up. It is pretty red and swollen right now. You've been checking box, man. (laughs) Um, I think it is time for something that we call iTunes Comments of the Week. Yay. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them, yes she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, so um, if you enjoy what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please, 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 please leave. Please leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts, which used to be called iTunes, but now they call it Apple Podcasts, uh, and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, click five stars, and um, I like to highlight some comments. And Daniel has those, and he has stepped away from his desk. So I'm just going to do some talking right now. Sorry, That's okay. We, I, what happened? 
the door had the door was unlocked and Elliot came barging in. Oh, I wouldn't accept you- anything less than you bringing a dog back. Oh. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess something is delivered, uh, and you know they assume that everything's for them. Oh, so got it. It might be though. I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. iTunes. Yes, please. Is that what? Yeah. Okay. Ah. We're doing the music. We already did it. Oh man. Oh, isn't there like a? Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll then. start. You you just. You just don't worry about us. You just take it away, Daniel. All right. Allison reaches a new pinnacle by Jackie D887. Guests like Paul F. Tompkins, Wendy Molino, and David Huntsberger make everyone else up their games on this podcast. Who knew producer Tony, Tony Tone Zone, and hubby Daniel Quantz were so good at conversational improv riffing? Wednesday edition sometimes touches on serious-ish topics, but usually veers off into the weeds of hilarity, all within the same hour. Allison's one-on-one Sunday edition showcases her impressive interviewing chops, often coaxing deep revelations from her guests. Well worth sampling. Thank Beautiful. You. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ray, technically it's Monday and Thursday, but I understand why people would think it's Sunday and Wednesday. Listen, not everyone feels so positively about the show, though. On the other hand... <laughs> On the other hand, this is the same person that's always leaving negative comments. Well, look, you know, I don't get, I don't get that many negative right. comments. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying bunch to, of dummies. I, look, I'm fair and balanced, like Fox News. Oh. It's, it's true. It's true. Okay, bunch of dummies, real dummies, five stars. Yeah, you know, I'll <laughs> by, explain that afterwards. By Mr. Repetterso. Allison is reaching for fancy words this week. Le- leveraging her Pomona College education. Does she ever, though, really? She thinks spiel and camaraderie are spiel and camaraderie, huh? Oh, she thinks spiel and camaraderie are spiel and camaraderie. But they are. Nobody on the podcast says anything. Not Daniel and not guests. Nobody. It's embarrassing. Daniel is no prize. (laughs) So he just sits there like a lump and says nothing. (laughs) <laughs> this person knew I was going to be reading this Later, Daniel musters up a sentence But then murders it with macadamia nut Like academia nut Other way around Jesus, Daniel I don't know Je- I just murdered it <laughs> Jesus, Daniel Just sit there quietly, please Suggestion for Allison Next time, instead of spiel and camaraderie just use speech or story and teamwork or cooperation. Worth you just saying. got fixed on. This is one of my greatest diplomatic efforts. Who were who were like the great diplomats of like the late seventies, eighties? There's like I <laughs> like Anwar and Sadat. Right, Sadat. Anwar Sadat, Jimmy Carter. Yes, this is yeah. my yeah. version of this because this guy mm-hmm. had never has anything positive to say, but he's always so quick to say something negative that I'm like, I can't fart without him having a comment about it. He's clearly a super fan, 
because the second I release anything, he's got a negative comment. He's obviously consuming all my content. So I was like, and again, the diplomacy, I was like, listen, I have a favor to ask. Don't, you know, keep your funny comments coming just instead of doing you know, one star, two star, do five stars. Don't harm the show that you perp- that you like have a love hate relationship with. So now at least he started to put five stars with his negative comments, and I feel that that is will be that will be my legacy. And to the rest of you hater lovers, I would say the same thing. Anyway, please keep the comments coming. I, they amuse me to no end, except for the ones that hurt my feelings sometimes. But sometimes they amuse me, uh, and uh, I love I love that. That's Let's see. that's some very good rapprochement, or as you would say, rapprochement. <laughs> rapprochement. Um, let's um, say hello. Oh, oh yes, go ahead. Uh, I have to go do a thing. Can you give me thirty seconds? Or um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, do a thing. Right, do a thing. Do a thing. What thing do Look we think? Look at that he's... cool chair. I know. Might be letting the dog out of it. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day where the guest said that this one incident changed the entire trajectory of her life. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> And I almost wrote in, but then I was like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I can't be that guy. But maybe, but I, you know, every what I wish that listener would understand is every, every now and then we lose the ability to fully grasp our language. Mm-hmm. While we're vamping, while think- Colt's gone, can I ask a question about that TV show, The Staircase? Yes. Yeah. Is that related all to the 70s crime show Staircase and Hutch? Yes. You should leave. Good stuff. Staircase and Hutch. No, but I mean, listen, you could probably sell that to Peacock. (laughs) You could. Or CISO. Yeah. Um, Colt, what's the story with your cool chair? Yeah. Ricardo? Uh, I was given this 10 years ago by a clutch game chair company for free. So it's a gaming chair. A gaming chair. And uh, anything for free, I will take. But what... Is it a good chair? Great chair. Sorry. Great chair. Like, what is a gaming chair? Is it a chair that you can sit in for hours and still feel comfortable? I feel... Yeah. I I feel that sounds correct. Because I think if you're a gamer, you're known to be sitting in these chairs for a long time. And so you want to be comfortable. But I guess that would go for anything. But for some reason, gaming chair has dimensions different than right other chairs it's interesting like i wonder gaming chair versus office chair because daniel you're yeah, why wouldn't we ad- what why wouldn't we adopt the gaming chair design into office chairs? that's what i'm saying because you're very unhappy with your chair right now daniel yeah my chair i need a new you, one you're experiencing the opposite chair. of farfig nugan chair wise uh-huh. thank yeah. you <laughs> someone needed to Do get gaming chairs have speakers in them no it could though. Oh. You know what it looks like? It looks you don't have armrests, do you, do you? I do, I do. Oh. Wow. They go up and down and, and forward and backwards. It almost looks like a car a like a race car seat. But yeah, a it looks chair. like a yes. looks like a racing seat. For sure. And you have a little pillow. Mm-hmm. A tiny and a back little pillow. pillow. And a back this is pillow. A, what? 
see it. And a back pillow. Wow. This is a visual. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it is wow. a visual. Gorgeous. I have a, I have a butt pillow too. A bu- oh my wow. god. That's wow. my own. The though. layers to this thing. I know. <laughs> um boy, this this free chair really paid off for them right now. Seriously. Yeah, there you go. Clutch.com. Yeah. Um do you guys happen to have any just me or everyone's? I can't think of any off the top of my head, but please, I would love to play it. Let's do it. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? It's just me or everyone. Um, Whose voice was that? Is that <laughs> Brooks Whelan? Brooks Whelan, yep. That sounded like oh, a, a I love Bricks Whelan. <laughs> What's he doing now? I feel like I... He's probably camping. camping. He's probably <laughs> camping in a national park. I actually texted yeah. him this week. You did? Oh. And he, well, because I went, I wrestled at the National Wrestling Hall of Fame in Waterloo, Iowa, where he's oh. from. And uh, he ghosted me. So suck it, Brooks Whelan. Oh. He's literally probably out of, sir, out of, of range. Course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, J-Mo's for A-Rose says, I feel particularly satisfied as though all is right in the world when I see a car that is completely beat to hell being driven terribly. No, I don't feel that. I just feel annoyed. I have a related one. Well, we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Fair enough. I don't feel uh, the problem is that the uh, uh, is she saying or he or she saying that the it would be a better visual experience if the car was driving correctly and still no, she's terrible? saying she feels she feels satisfied as though all like I think it's like that makes sense like when you see yeah. a beat up car that's being driven yeah. terribly it's like oh that now I understand you know it's the yeah, question and person. the answer but when I see yeah. a car when I see someone driving terribly it just makes me feel very like unco- like agitated. Because I'm just like yeah. you're gonna you're you're swerving. When I see a car swerving all over the place, I feel very uncomfortable. Can you say it again? <laughs> yes. Okay. Feel I feel particularly satisfied as though all is right in the world when I see a car that is completely beat to hell being driven terribly. Just me or everyone? I oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> But I, in my in the story I've made for this person is that they can't really afford a good car, and it's like and and the car's so awful that it doesn't like drive correctly, and they're like maybe down on their luck a little bit, and this person's loving that. Yeah, yeah, JMO's for arrows. Yeah, foof. <laughs> but I understand. I understand the larger idea that J Rose for Amos is bringing up, which is that like it matches the insides match the outsides, I guess, mm-hmm. or the outsides match the outsides. Uh, but that's not to say that the person driving that beat up car isn't a comp isn't on most days a competent driver. Maybe they're just having a bad day. Maybe they're just looking at their phone. You know, benefit well, the, of the doubt as Colt is doing. The axle is off place. The tires are unaligned. That's why it's wobbling around. Oh, they can't. Yeah. They just can't put money into it right now. Come on. You are the wrestler who someone who likes ducklings and koalas should watch. Hey. That's so sweet. Yeah. Okay. Eric says. Wait. Oh, sorry. You had it. Sorry. I'm sorry, honey. Go ahead. 
Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> when you're in traffic and someone's driving really uh, aggressively and, you know, and dangerously, and then you see they have a, a handicap license plate and you go, oh, I know how that happened. Yeah. Oh, I see. It all makes sense. Oh, now I get it. Wait, what? Am I the only one that has that thought? You think that they... <laughs> No, I'm just saying like, Ugh. oh, they probably handicapped because they're gotta such bring- a bad driver. I never had Not, that thought. They're a bad driver because they're handicapped. The <laughs> positive attitude. You like mean like probably you, like you think that they probably got into an accident because they drive like someone who's, you know, a maniac. I guess my I'm just stuck on a logistics point, which is how do you <laughs> if they're driving so crazy, how do you see the handicap placard? Right. Are you seeing a crazy? Well, you know, if they cut you off or something. Right. I mean, it speaks to a larger problem that I have, especially in Los Angeles, which is everybody thinks they're in the fucking Fast and Furious out here. Like everybody thinks they're in a movie on these freeways. Some people are actually probably in that movie. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. They made and enough. Right. Of them. The odds are probably it's, pretty good. Right. It's true. It's true. Like- We're just extras in their movie. But I guess what I'm saying, Daniel, is I'm amazed that you can even see. Anything. Well, it doesn't happen every time, but like usually I'm the one who's not driving as fast as they are because I'm not as aggressive a driver. How does so, your heart not say like, I'm mad at this person and then see the placard and be like, oh my God, I'm an awful human being. <laughs> oh, I'm, what I'm saying is so, if somebody is being, putting me in danger, I'm saying if there's but a car. But it's possible if they that got is, that handicap placard, they could do whatever they want. Well, <laughs> If the person is driving really slow, like somebody who uh, is more vulnerable, I won't have that thought. But I'm saying if somebody who is being super aggressive, yeah, on I'll the be road like this poor person. They're missing danger. an arm. I feel like I have two. Here I am with my two arms and they've been dealt a bad deck in life and they have one arm and they're just doing the best that they can. And sure, it's hard for them to drive straight, <laughs> you know, but they're doing the best they can. I mean, I should be more charitable. You're Make right. it worse, you know, Rob. That- <laughs> Make it worse. You are such an effing idiot. One thing I was thinking about actually this morning about traffic, because I, I saw something on TikTok where it was like ER nurse who, you know, five things oh, I won't yes. do after being an ER nurse. It's like a trendy thing on TikTok. And she was like, I'll never like something about I'll never uh, go after somebody in a road rage or something like that. And it was, and I was, cause she sees a lot of people who get effed up by in road rage accidents and or incidents. And I was thinking, yeah, if you think about driving, like instead of we're all in a bunch of cars, if you think about it, like we're all walking on a sidewalk, a really wide sidewalk, the things that people are doing, like cutting you off or whatever, you would never just get right up in their grill. Speak for yourself. Maybe a professional fighter would, but like, if you think about it in those terms, maybe you'll be less inclined. You'll just go, okay, that person has issues today, whatever they're late for work, like let them go. Uh, but we tend to think of ourselves as being isolated in our cars, you know, Protected so nothing's going to happen to me. Daniel, do you but remember? It's not really the way it is. When we were driving back from Pump Station, where we had a mommy and me class, yes. and we had Elliot, who was a baby in the back, 
And what happened though? There was a truck that like was it told us there to was pull a huge over. Truck. This wasn't very. This wasn't a smart moment for me. And I was. But they uh, like made you. We were oh. in a. Go ahead. We were we were driving through, uh, like a neighborhood. Some neighborhoods in L.A. Are, have these roads that are like not exactly neighborhood roads, but not exactly busy roads either. Like they'll have lights up. Yeah. Anyway, we're on one of those, and this guy was like right on my ass, like right like a foot away from my bumper and it was a big truck with the fog lights and everything and we were in and like a small car he was, we didn't yeah, have he a was car like that doing was doing this for, for having a kid yet and i had a baby in the car so it was really pissing me off like like uh, whatever if you need to go this fast why are you in the middle of a neighborhood kind of thing you know and so there was a light this is this is really shitty of me and i just waited until uh-huh. it turned yellow, and then I went at the last minute to trap him at the <laughs> I red. I remember you did that. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Um, so yeah, I mean, look, I know what everyone's thinking. You deserve what you get. So I, I drive another block up, and the guy drove up next to me. Which, which, by the way, if you can do that, then go around me before. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, he goes. He pulls up next to me at a at a stop sign and just starts screaming at me. And I like, was like. I was like, wasn't he like he was gonna get? I was like, don't like, stop. Get I'm like, keep driving. Ass. I'm like, because you started to pull over, and I was like, what are you doing? Don't! I was yelling. Well, I was at just you. like, I was don't laughing because it was stop. just so but, hilarious. Do you remember? I was yelling at you like, don't stop the car! Don't stop you the car! Don't stop out. the car! Don't! That wasn't I? Isn't that what I was yelling? You were you were panicking, which was probably the correct. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that you were stopping the car with me and with a but baby would, in the car. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was, well, I wanted to murder you. I mean, if he had pulled out a gun, okay. Well, that's like, what I was the afraid guy's of. Get out of his car. I'm in a car. Like, what is he going to fucking do? I mean, I, I don't know. I Let's not stay to find out by his reaction. Oh my God. I'm getting, I wish I hadn't brought it up. I'm remembering <laughs> now <laughs> how unsafe I felt well, at the time. You, you, um, was thinking you, clearly you and you weren't. You spoke to me in a, a calm manner. I did. Afterwards. No. <laughs> um, and actually, uh, I that was the last time I ever did anything. That I, It was like a good moment for me to realize, like, I'm not a single dude anymore. Like, I have kids. Pass! Pass, pass, a, pass! A delicate, Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and a delicately tempered wife. And uh, perhaps... I should just let these things go. And uh, I actually, I've been really good about that ever since. I don't, I don't, it just, it, it's, who cares? Like if some jackass is going to tailgate you, just let him go by you. Um, Proud of you, Daniel. It sounds yeah, like a rite of passage. Stupid. It sounds like you were changed. It's really stupid to ever. Yeah. It's stupid to do what I did. It's stupid to let people. Uh, I think it's like, if you feel like someone is risking your life, it's hard not to get yeah. mad about that. But the reaction isn't to to do anything to make it worse. The re- the, the you just let the person go. You ha- you should have passive that- aggression like me, and you should either smile and wave at them or pretend like you don't even have a clue what's even happening. Yes, which is a very good technique. Yeah, yeah. So Both anyway, it was a stupid uh, thing that I did that I that for some reason amuses me. Um, My anger was I I didn't know that you had done that thing at the light. My anger i was probably on my phone not paying attention my anger was that you were stopping when he was telling you to stop my anger was that you were like i felt like we were beginning no i know why you she was mad you were submissive 
Well, or making us vulnerable. I mean, well, no, I stopped to let him go by me. He, he was, he had revved up and zipped around to the side. I wasn't going to hit the gas. I see. And try to right stay Outrun in him. front of him. Yeah, right. So then when yeah. he was so slowing I down, the car I see. So that he would keep going. But yeah, then he stopped. Right. Well, the, it, it was a scary situation anyway. I know that after I had Elliot, I all of a sudden felt a lot of road rage when people were, uh, were dicks on the road too. And I had fantasies of like chasing them down and I never did it, but I had, and I know Wendy Molyneux has talked about like, like, uh, chasing people into their driveways and yelling at them and stuff too. Didn't she follow someone? Yes. She followed someone she all yell the way from a, some business all the way home. <laughs> That's awesome. I have, uh, I, I fantasize that. about stuff like that. I've just never, I've just never done it. Um, you're, you're not alone. Cole, you're not alone. You, Cole, you also now, fantasize or you've I, done it? I, 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 I like the idea that somebody else also fantasizes about yes. these things. Yes. Yes. Cole, how are you on the road? Are you a calm? I'm very calm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm very chill as a human being, as a driver, but I have passed so like I have passive aggression, like, but it never, it never, it doesn't come out as rage. It kind of comes out as like I'm more peaceful than you. I'm better than you, like that way. <laughs> so where does your aggression come out? Does it come out like in uh, it, in therapy? Just, yeah, right. It's all <laughs> bottled in, and I'm sure. <laughs> what does he do for a living, Allison? Does it come out in the ring? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, maybe failure of video games. I don't know. <laughs> oh, in that chair. Yeah, that's Start right. Punch in the chair. That's why I'm promoted by Clutch Games. Clutch.com. <laughs> Clutch. uh, let's say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. I'd like to say hello and welcome to Professor Kong, or is it King? I think it's Kong. Uh, uh-huh. Last week, I said hello and welcome to Professor Roundtree, but that was me uh, having like uh, mixed up the names. So it's Professor Kong, unless it's Professor King. I'm going to say Professor Kong, and then afterwards, I'm going to go and look, and if I've gotten the name wrong, this will be your third shout out next time. Hello and welcome to Erica Blanchard. Hello and welcome to Taylor Laverick. Hello and welcome to Elissa, uh, who in or not had not we- hello and welcome. It is hello and uh, welcome to Elissa, who has increased her pledge. Yay. Uh, hello and welcome to Christine Elsesser, and hello and welcome to Justin Roberts. Some of these people I saw on the live stream over the weekend. Yay! I, uh, I hope everyone is enjoying their subscription. Did you know? That the AEW ring announcer, his name is Justin Roberts? I did not know oh, that. maybe it's him. What if it's oh, him? It could be. I, Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts. <laughs> I feel like it's probably not because I chatted with him over the weekend Patreon. and he didn't mention anything about it. But if it... Um, and Colt, you're coming out here in a couple days, right? To do your Lucha Vavlibre thing that Blank Patch is doing. That's right. That's right. I'll be here. I'll be in L.A. Lucha Vavum, July 29th. I'll be in. I'll, I'll be at the Irvine, Irvine Improv, not doing comedy, doing wrestling, August 9th. <laughs> They're having awesome. wrestling at the Improv. Yeah, they've been starting doing it at uh, the Irvine Improv. And how do they wow. do that? Just how did, isn't yeah, that a small little clear, stage? I guess the- I, they probably like the middle part, and they put. A, oh. I mean, it's not like we're, we're not doing ten thousand people there. 
<laughs> but that's are, are cool. We, is this uh, wait? Is this, this comes out on Thursday? Oh, but and then I, well, I picked up a new gig and that that since I last talked to you. Oh, what is it? If anyone's in, if anyone wants to come to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, I, I'm doing the Fringe again this year. Oh, great! For just, that's cool. For just three shows, August nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty first, my my job is sending me to Germany to promote some to promote our wrestling uh, video game, and so of course I piggybacked uh, doing the Fringe because I was sad I was going to miss it this year because I've done it like seven years in a row or before COVID. So now me and John Hastings, we do a show at the Monkey Barrel at six o'clock where we watch wrestling and do jokes to it. Nice, awesome. fun. Um, yeah, and tell everyone uh, where else. Uh, plug anything else you'd like to plug, or tell them where to find you. You have your podcast. Yeah, art of some new art of wrestling's will come out. I have the one that I do is called Wrestling Anonymous. Is uh, people just call in their stories about like weird wrestling things that have happened to them, and I'll do my takes on them. And then that one I was talking about is called Pro Wrestling Fringe. It's just I think there's twelve or fourteen episodes, and it's a post-produced storytelling podcast about weird things about pro wrestling so you don't have to like be a wrestling fan to just hear like fun narrated stories with music and twitch facebook tw- twitter instagram that's all at colt cabana colt com is where I- i'll sell you my children's book that i wrote oh yeah your children's oh. book nice robin what about you where do we find you which we look oh, for oh god i'm i have no twitch i got no podcasts mm. i should start a podcast again it seems hard but i want to do it again <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Um, I'm just on Instagram at Robin Shore, R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R. And you can see incredible content of my boyfriend singing at a piano. Uh, salad, salad, salad. <laughs> and you can see the, the the video, the very commercial that Jeff is referencing in that. Or a salad. No. A taco salad. No. Burger. Salad. Is that you? Salad. That was uh, me in a commercial called I Don't Want You to Be Too Starstruck for Golden <laughs> Corral in 2003. She nice. was also in a Christmas movie with Steve Gutenberg. The Goot's yes. Boyfriend School's very own? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes, the Goot. Nicest guy, I think. um follow me on social media at allison rosen listen to my other shows childish and upworthy weekly i already mentioned my patreon patreon um and uh uh, listen to the monday episode with jackie fabulous she's great and uh subscribe to my youtube youtube.com slash allison rosen daniel where might we find you oh uh driving find me at twitter and instagram Decoins on the snappy. Oh god! (laughs) Should I get on TikTok? Let me know. Yeah, you want to see what the travel nurses are up to? (laughs) And I'm trying to figure out TikTok, but might not be for me. It's for everyone. I love it so much. I just can't quite figure out how to like find the area of TikTok that would interest me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just I'm getting whatever they serve up, which is okay. But Allison seems to have found just the rich vein. I haven't been looking at it lately, TikTok. but but it's just like all like from tell me if I'm wrong. You watch um, people doing makeup, uh, people uh, talking about medical stuff um, and just late ladies just bitching about shit like a douche at it yeah but you're missing the big one that i was super into for a while but now i'm just haven't been into lately anal <laughs> oh. 
No, the lady who talks about celebrities' veneers. <laughs> Nails. Oh, right. Oh, right, right. And like celebrity uh, plastic surgery. Yeah, but I, I haven't been totally into it lately. Into that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I love watching a celebrity's evolution uh, on uh, online or wherever I can. Mm-hmm. I, I like seeing the befores and the afters. So there's this woman. I think she changed her name to Dr. Sarah, but her name was Veneer Check. It might still be Veneer Check. And she uh-huh. does like a deep dive on celebrities' teeth. Um, from like the time they were kids to now and whether they have veneers or not and like what's going on with their teeth. And she's a Harvard dentist and I could not get enough of that. Um, and then for some reason, I just, I just haven't been watching. I'll come back to it, you know. Um, look at my balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I haven't been looking at, I was super into TikTok and then lately I just haven't been that into it. Jeff, where might we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Wonderful. You guys, thank you so much. This has been delightful. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time.